Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. This episode is brought to you by Noble Pet Foods. No nonsense, no bull. Go to noblefoods.com, use promo code DOGTALK15, and they'll deliver dog food to your house with Noble. I'm Liz Murdoch. I am talking with the dogs. A dog today, Zeke, right? That's your name, right? Okay, so we're going to talk about um, what Zeke wants us to know. Zeke is a very good guy. He wants to talk. What do you want to say? We're gonna, we usually start Zeke with favorite things. Yeah, and Zeke and I just met. I don't know anything about his past. He says he has quite a past. You do. What do you want to talk about? So I like to talk about Zeke, favorite things. Can you start off with favorite things? We will get to the point where you get to say uh, uh, whatever you want to say, but we all want to start with your favorite things. And usually I write them down on my notepad. You want to sniff it? You can sniff. Okay, so we're going to find out your favorite things. Do you have favorite things, Zeke? Nice people. Mm-hmm. Okay, you like nice people who are gentle. And you can smell. Oh, interesting. So Zeke says you can. he can smell when people are not nice. Pe- people, mm-hmm. There's different smells for different kinds of personalities. And you can tell about a person's behavior by how they smell. That's interesting. I thought that dogs knew about where people had been, what they'd eaten, but apparently you can tell about behavior of people by their smells. There's behavior messages in a person's smell. Okay, so smell is important to you how a person smells. So just so you know, there's other dogs that are in the back, your friends. Some are better friends than others. Okay, so um, he lives with a family and they have, there's six dogs total and some you are friends with more than others. Okay, okay so Zeke, you, you can smell, I know that's my computer, it has a ding. So you can smell people and how they behave is tied to how they smell. Okay, what else? So you like a gentle touch, nice people. You've had some bad experiences, but they're just bad people. Okay, so Zeke wants people to know that sometimes a dog doesn't like a certain kind of person. They reactive. And Zeke's experience is saying, you know, we can try and say, I need to train my dog to be less reactive. But from Zeke's experience, sometimes it's better not to force it. Just stay away from those people. We can't change people. 
and we don't want to force a dog to change. It's not about changing the dog to be less reactive. It's about respecting that the dog is saying, this is not a person to be around. It's not that we need to train our dogs to be less reactive. We need to respect that there are certain situations that our dogs are not safe to be in. And he's very um, adamant about that, um, that we, we shouldn't untrain a response that's designed to keep someone safe, whether a person or a dog. He's like, there, I've said it. Okay, Zeke. So how's that tied to your favorite things? Ah, because Zeke likes nice people, um, safe people. You're very selective. And again, Zeke is like, I'm very selective because I need to be selective or I, I needed to be selective. It saved my life. Okay. Wow. So this is a really interesting thing to me, Zeke, because a lot of people talk about that. There's a lot of talk about reactive dogs and dogs that have uh, been abused or not trained that um, I need to get my dog to be less reactive when I walk it. And Zeke is like, not necessarily. Sometimes you need to respect your dog, that that is not a safe person for your dog to be around maybe right now. And it's not about forcing a dog to change. It's just like kids where we say, if a child doesn't want to hug someone, you should never make your child hug someone. That it's not talked about enough, that sometimes it's okay to give a dog space and they're not supposed to be with a certain kind of person because there are people that are better not to be around for a certain dog or children. And I have never heard anyone talk that way. It's usually that we should train our dogs to be less reactive. And it, it sort of makes me want to cry because he's like, no, there are some people that are, it, we want our dogs to be reactive and, it, and it, it's life-saving to not be in those situations. Okay, Zeke, thank you. Well, okay, so um, what are your other favorite things that you like? People, I'm writing down the word whirly bird for some reason, and his his dog mom is here. Do you know what a, why I would write whirly bird? I get these colorful, um, it's sort of like toys. So when I'm doing an animal communication session with the dog, I will then say, show, tell me why. And there are these bright, colorful, it's like toys, like uh, royal blue and purple. And I'm looking at a toy bag and they're not those toys. It's it's like, um, they're they're like toy Frisbees, but they whirl and, and it's like, he likes bright, it's the bright colors. And we're gonna keep going to figure this out because it's like, it's like, being at a circus, but it's like bright colors. Um, he loves the, it's circles with like geometric designs on these circles. It's, it's like, it's a feeling of art and carnival and fun. I don't think it's a re real carnival, but it's these art images. So we're going to keep going. So Zeke, like, like a baby, room very okay so when people have when people have a baby I mean my experience when I had a child 
the, the kind of toys and decorations where they talk about children's eyes fix on bright, um, like geometric designs and bright primary colors. And for some reason with Zeke, I'm getting that he resonates with these bright colors and designs in a very happy way. It, and I'm, it's just something about this is like a favorite thing, this feeling of, um, it's, okay, so it's interesting. It's interesting, it's playful, it's exciting, but it's orderly. This excitement again. So it's like a structure, it's like a, a, a very organized birthday party with these bright colors. Does this make any sense to you? What he's talking about? And sometimes it doesn't, it, um, it makes sense later. The only thing I could think of where there's a lot of bright colors mm -hmm. is, um, well, there's bright colors on my wall with my, with my artwork, mm -hmm. as you can see. And yes. I chose those because they make me happy because I like the oh, brightness. So for me, when I look at my, the artwork of this artist, um, I have, oh, so my I have them in all my rooms. So I have them in the living room. As you can see, I've got two behind here. And I hadn't even noticed them because there were six behind, dogs. And then there's two in my bedroom. So, you know, he's in this room during the day. You know, we spend most of our time in this room. And then at night, when we go to bed, you know, and then he's on my bed, of course. Okay. I have a very big, bright painting. Very colorful, very, it is kind of carnival-y, I guess, if you see the artwork. I guess I can pan that. Should I pan up so people can see? Sure. I think it's. But I don't. It's, know. so when I'm trying, so when I get information from the dogs, I will get these bits and pieces and then we can piece them together. So there, I just kind of just, just in case. Okay. I mean, it may not be that. It may be other place where there's very bright colors that you're describing are when we go to the wellness center where we go, he started going. Uh, they have a lot of very, uh, it's all dogs and they're cute paintings and they're all over. Like they have them a lot, like down right when you first walk in and it, they, so that's very, uh, makes you kind of happy. And so I'm, I'm looking at like the dog picture across the way and there's a big purple nose that's mm -hmm. a circle. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if, he makes these out and when the other dogs are out, cause we'll have to show you that these other dogs, they're, they're so nice and cute, different personalities, all sizes. And I think he likes, it, it was a little chaotic. It was fun when they were all here cause they were meeting me and smelling my own dogs. But I get that sense that he likes that environment. He loves this environment with his dogs. Um, and I, I see that purple nose now and it's sort of similar to what I drew. Mm -hmm. In fact, that he, um, it's sort of symbolic of the atmosphere when he comes into these environments where there's like that, but it's orderly, but fun and welcoming. He likes that. He's not a dog that, uh, he was adopted into your family and he's not a dog that would be more content to go live in a home as the only dog. There are some dogs mm -hmm. that want to be the only dog. They want it calm. But Zeke likes it with a lot of coming and going. Um, but he's like, he's correcting me. He likes it within reason. You know, it's like the right mix. He, he doesn't want too much chaos. Huh, Zeke? Okay, so... 
um, let's keep going. So we got this whirly bird kind of party festivity environment that you really liked. You like the littles, you call them the little dog, the littles. He says, okay, so I don't know about his past, but he says there was another little dog that he was with previously. Do you know if he was with a little dog before he came here? Mm -hmm. He was. Not as little as mine, but yes. There was he, a, uh -huh. So he's talking about, he was with one before and they had a very special understanding. They looked after each other and they had an understanding, but they went their separate ways. And he's okay with that. Oh gosh. Okay, so here's what he's saying. When dogs go their separate ways, they tend to have an understanding about that. So when we see dogs that are together, that are bonded, and they have to be rehomed for some reason, or even in litters, he's saying, in dogs go separate ways, they have some kind of an understanding about that. And that he's saying, for the most part, I see the words like, for the most part, we don't have to worry about them being broken up because they have an understanding. And with Zeke and this other little dog, they, they went separate ways, but it was as if they'd met for coffee and then it was over. They, they were together and then they went their separate ways. And he's okay with that because he's supposed to be here now. That's a good thing. So yeah, especially when you see animals in a shelter that have ended up and they go separate ways. He says they're they're okay. Not everyone, you know, he's okay with that. So he was okay with his special friend and, but he likes a, a favorite thing. He likes being here is because there are the littles that are here that remind him of his friend. He, and he said, even though he's a big dog. And when I walked in, he was all over the place. He was crazy that, um, he's very comfortable with little dogs. He sees, he, he says, I look out for them and he finds them comforting too. He finds it comforting to be with them because he's a dog that is meant to be with all kinds of people, all kinds of dogs. Okay. So Zeke, what else do you want to say? Is there anything else on your favorite things? Okay. So he does like food. Food comes up a lot. So we'll ask him, Zeke, about his food. Okay, so he gets a special food. Um, okay, so he considers it special food. He, they don't all eat the same thing. He gets something that's bigger um, from the little dogs, he says. And he, he uses the word, it's it's a, like a clump. I guess, does he get a, a um, like a, I don't know whether it's a canned food, but he gets he gets something um, that's like a, a mush that's different than the little dogs. He gets more and he gets fed differently. Hmm. Well, he gets the same, but he does get something special sometimes, mm -hmm. but not at his normal feeding. Not at his normal feeding, but yeah, he gets something different. Yes, he does get something different. Because he, he thinks that... Um, it's important that he gets it separate from the other dogs. He does. Okay, so mom is nodding. Um, okay, so he likes that. His food he likes. Um, and what else? Oh, so it's it's not so much. It's the feeding time. He likes his feeding time as much as the food because it's, again, we're back to it's like a party. Mm -hmm. So 
he likes that. And then, um, oh, he says that it makes you happy too. You're very good at how you feed them. And it, he likes seeing you care for all the dogs because you pay attention that they each get their food. And with six dogs, they have to be, um, she doles it out. You have a, a rhythm mm -hmm. on how you do that. And Zeke likes, he, he likes this party environment, but the structure of it in mealtime is like that. Okay. So, um, so we're in your house and it's quiet. Do you usually play music though? Sometimes when you're doing stuff? Sometimes, not always. Not always. Okay. So he's talking about the music. It's that, um, and then he drew, he, I drew a picture of what the music is like to him. It's like a curve, like a wave. Mm -hmm. It makes him, it's like the sound waves. It has a, however you would, he's describing the music as sound waves, this rhythm of it that he feels that he finds soothing. Gosh. So I know there are people that study sound and how it travels, but it's like, he feels it. He's saying it, it passes through him and he likes that. So I don't know how people study sound waves and animals responding to it. I know there's people, my Zen pet, uh, Lisa Spector plays music for dogs um, that calms them. Mm -hmm. But he's showing me that besides calming music, he likes this music that has a rhythm that makes him feel a certain way. It calms him not to sleep, but in terms of calming down as he interacts. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been aware of when you've had music on, it sort of steadies him? Not Maybe. necessarily because a lot of times if I'm going to run an errand, mm -hmm. I'll put music on okay. when I leave. And you're not here. And I'm not here. You know, I always put music on when I leave. Uh-huh. So, you know, maybe for him, it's calming. I don't know. I mean... It steadies him. I it, feel okay, like it, it's yeah. this steady beat, I mean, this it's, rhythm. It's definitely not the wave that I put on for them. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's part of what he enjoys with the, where he feels it's party-ish. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm just getting that he right. feels this music uh -huh. that steadies him, okay. that he likes. Okay, so what else? Um, so that's interesting because initially you said you don't do the music, but it's yeah, when, when you I, leave. When I leave, I put it on. If I'm but he playing. likes it. Okay. He likes it. Yes. Okay, so what else, Zeke? You got it so quiet. You like it that I'm here? Uh, you, he does like quiet time. He would like more quiet time. Okay. So you, you like the quiet time. Should we talk about your special wheels or what you have? You, you want to talk about it? Okay, so he doesn't think it's something that he, how he moves around is something that he needs to talk about because it's not a big part of his identity to him. So I know that when we met Zeke, um, I, I was like, oh, okay. I went to your Instagram and I saw that he... You get around differently than most dogs, but he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. He says it hurts to talk about. He, he took a little, um, deep, 
whatever, like a sigh that I felt, okay, but we don't have to talk about it, but it, what can we talk about that people might want to know or that's helpful for someone to learn? Oh, okay. So, um, he calls it, it happened. So there's an incident, it happened. He goes back to the bad people. So this is why he doesn't want bad people. And he, he really wants to advocate for dogs not having to be friends with everybody and that dogs don't need to be trained to not be reactive. He has very strong feelings about that. It's like, oh, I had no idea that if we have a dog that does not want to meet someone, it is not about training them to not be reactive. In certain situations, you can work with a trainer to help you tell the difference but there are some dogs that have had experiences with people that it's better to not have. You don't want to take that, that right away, just like you wouldn't take a right, the right of a person to say, I don't want to be with that person. And he has strong feelings about that, that I'm like, okay, we are not going to make people or dogs be around in situations with people where they're not comfortable. And it's not about training them to not be reactive. It's about keeping them safe. And so that is Zeke's message. And so when we ask about why does he walk that way? Because there are bad people and I don't want to be made to be with bad people and no dog should be made to be in situations where they're showing they don't trust us who they're with. Okay. So that's, we're glad you're safe, Zeke. And you're going to stay with people who you choose to be with, where you're comfortable. He says it's about being comfortable and that just like children and, and people, dogs want to be with people they feel safe and comfortable with. Okay. So then he says, now he's laughing. He's sort of moving. It's this, that a disability because he, and I saw when he walked in, he scoots around, he cannot jump on a couch by himself. He says, it's a disability isn't necessarily what it seems to be, that it has opened doors for him and he doesn't want to be pitied. He wants to be included and he wants to be on the couch. He's like, you want to be on the couch. Okay, Zeke. So he says, you know, that it's really more about wanting to be included than wanting to have a discussion about what is it like to not be able to do things. He wants to have the discussion. How do we help him feel included? Oh, I'm going to remember to help him get on the couch. He, I know. Yeah. It's funny how he moves as we talk. He wants it to be more of a conversation of how do we include him or any dog and that people can figure out, like, I know we've made great strides with the wheels for dogs. He says there's other ways like helping him get up on the couch. And for him, he likes the couch, not all dogs. That's not necessarily what all dogs want. It's knowing, this is good, it's, it's knowing what a dog wants and whether or not it can walk or whatever it is or hear 
but it's knowing what it wants and getting what get, get accommodating the request of the dog, not because it's deaf, not because it's unable to jump up, but saying it's no different than my dog needs to go to the bathroom. It's at the door. It's pressing a button to go to the bathroom. Then get up and let the dog out and, and do that. And so that's what he likes about living here with you. Hazik. Okay, what else? Do you have anything else you want to say on that? Um, so he says it's actually, he's living his best life. He's, he loves his life. And he says that people overcomplicate it. And that, um, and I, how do you know this? He's, he knows. I guess he's heard a lot of talk about how to care for a dog and it's a lot of work. And he said, it's actually very simple. There's just simple, simple things. You feed your dog, you get your dog to go to the bathroom. You have just time to be with your dog, like a friend, a best friend who you could have fun just looking at something. Things we do with our best friends are simple things. And dogs are the same way. He likes the simple things and he wants to um, remind us of that, that it's not so complicated to do. Huh. Okay, Zeke. So I'm going to, okay, I'll just let you take, where else should we go with this, Zeke? He's all relaxed. I'm going to change that. There he is. Zeke, where else should we go in our conversation? So it is common that dogs pass out like this and get very relaxed. I've had sessions with dogs that go home and their person will email me and say, she slept all afternoon in such a deep sleep. So Zeke, um, I know we just met. Do you want to say anything else about your favorite things or your personality? Oh, personality. Okay. So Zeke has a big personality. And he says, but sometimes he gets lost in the shuffle. You do, because yeah, they're the littles here. So he's clarifying about dogs. Dogs can have a big personality, but we can, people can think that a dog's big personality, like a big wolf or something, or a big, like they get exuberant when someone comes in the house, like Zeke did when I walked in. Yeah. Um, that that's just because a dog does that or has a big bark doesn't mean it's always like that. Even though Zeke has a big presence some of the time, right? Right. There's more to me than just that. And that all dogs have different facets of them, like a diamond or a stone or anything, even a rock, he says, that they have one side and another side. And that when you pick a dog, I guess when you like you pick Zeke, when you pick a dog, it's like turn it over to make sure that you like both sides of the dog and that you aren't just picking the dog because it's cute or it's little. But when you turn over, you see, oh, this little dog is going to become a big dog or this little dog. Zeke's quiet now. He's all relaxed, but he's not always like this. And so know what both sides of your dog's personality are because Zeke has his not so mellow side. He keeps making a point of that. He has his not so mellow side so that if we were to choose to adopt him because of this, 
he's laughing. He's like, you would be fooled, huh? We would be fooled because you're not always like this, Zeke. Okay. So do you want to add anything to that, mom, about his different personality sign? I mean, he definitely has a high energy and he's very goofy and silly. For sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And then when he's, and then he could be very mellow like he's being now. Uh-huh. Like it's very lovey. He's very lovey. And very sweet. You know, he's very content. But he's not always like this. No. No. And he says not all dogs. Are, and, and that's true of all dogs. They have different sides of their personalities. Okay. That's a good reminder. Zeke, you're good. Okay. So what else do you, do you want to say? Oh, he says, you have some questions about him. What would you like to know? Oh, I do? Yeah. She's well, been he wondering. Not, he, what, oh, well, he may not want to answer this. But, okay. Because he had mentioned it. But the, it happened. When it happened, yeah. What are you wondering? Well, I have my suspicions. Mm-hmm. But I would like to hear if he wants to talk about it it just because it might help me understand him better okay because there are things that i feel that you get a feeling personality oh, okay and just different situations so for me you know i assume okay because of certain behaviors that that's because of the it okay so it seems what you're saying is that he has triggers and he reacts certain ways in certain situations. And so Zeke, you said you didn't want to talk much, but he's showing me things. Um, he's showing me a man. I see, I see a certain man. So he says there's multiple things that were going on and there, there was noise. And maybe that's why he knows the difference between the structured party sound that's a positive thing and chaos noise that's not, that's, like yelling and arguing and laugh, you know, just just um, jumbled together noises that, that make him nervous, that he's like on high alert, he's on high alert. And then there's also people that, and this is where it's interesting about the reactivity thing that we talked about, is that when it happened, there were people, there were different kinds of people involved, those watching, those, who were kind but did nothing, like a bystander, but nice, and mean, really mean. And so when he's in an unstructured situation with a lot going on, he's trying to make sense of what's going on. So those kinds of environments, it's like he doesn't know where to look. I know he's moving as we talk about this. Um, I know in his eyes, he's totally changing. Um, it's work for him to make sense of what's going on. And it gets blurred the past and the present of who's who, what's what, what's up and down. It's like, he's disoriented. Like when you don't know which way is up, I guess he was tossed. He was moved around. And so he's trying, he, he, he gets triggered by, Making sense of both the people and the noise and the movement. Does that make sense? All at once. Okay. Okay. So then he says, and then, so this happened and then they left me. 
and it was quiet. Oh, okay. So it was quiet and he had to make sense of it being quiet. And that's why when you leave the music on, it's it, how it's reassuring because it steadies him. It's not like he doesn't have to see what's going to happen next. It's predictable. And so he likes that because being alone, he didn't know what was going to happen. And he was taking care of what's happening, like externally looking around, but also with his body. So these waves that he's feeling are just, it's like going through him like reassurance. Okay. Um, so we're going to try and see what he can answer about when it happened, but what's now that she can help you with. So we're using it for good to help you with his care and when he gets triggered. There's a, a, a man that looks a certain way that sometimes he has, he has difficulty differentiating between then and now. Have you ever noticed with a particular sort of look of a person that he will look, um, he'll take a double take. Mm. Okay. So I see that as something that is lingering. And people ask this question a lot about, or not a lot, but enough about dogs having flashbacks and triggers to before they were adopted or rescued. And some dogs want to talk about it. Some dogs don't. They'll show different images or pictures. And I, because we can't really verify it and mm -hmm. I want to make sure I'm giving something helpful, I really try and ask the dog, how can this be used? Mm -hmm. And so he's saying, one, the, the chaos, he calls it like the chaos of things muffled is hard for him to make sense of sometimes in certain situations and to be aware of that, of when he needs your help for reassurance that you're okay Two, you don't have to be with these people or that person. I'm going to take you here. You're safe. What else? The noise, the calm of the noise, it like resets him. He knows now what kind of music you're going to play. That's a cue to him that he's safe and you can go. And he says you could play that if you need to focus on something while you're home, you could play that music because he it's a cue to him. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Have we covered everything that you're willing to share about when it happened? It hurt. Okay. Ah, he says it hurt, but not as much as you would think. And other things can hurt more. And it's like his heart hurt more. And his head trying to understand his heart and his head. That was harder than his leg. Huh? Cause it's like, why, why would they do that to me? Why would this? So there's the bad person and this is true. I I've, have worked with kids before on bullying. There's the person who does the bad thing. And then there's the bystander who allows it to happen and does nothing. And that's his confusion of the bystander as well. Why do they let that happen and do nothing? Why did others walk by and do nothing? And the person who did what they did. 
And he's bringing that in that that hurt his heart and his head in trying to understand because dogs are constantly, he's a watcher. We've talked about that. He makes sense of things to understand why it happened. What happened was really hard for him to, I know you're stretching. Uh, It was hard to make sense more than the incident, I guess, because the body goes into shock so that it's, um, he, this took longer, this heart and this head pain, the heartache and, and the, 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 the heartache and the confusion was what was worse because that lasted, oh my gosh, that lasted much longer. Wow. And people with trauma, I know have, will sort of testify to that, that the, the trauma can linger even though an injury has healed and there's no visible scar. It's, it's the memories in our minds and, our, and wanting to connect with pe- rebuilding trust and all. Ah, that's a big thing. Hazik. So Zeke, what else can you tell us? I know he's like, isn't that enough? Yeah, but you're a great dog. So we're just give, we're giving you the opportunity to say whatever you want to say. So he's like, you can't believe we just met. I can't believe I just I just drove an hour and a half to get to meet Zeke. We never met. I looked at a few of his posts and then I don't like to know much about the dog. So I don't look. OK, so he says he wants to say something. I want her to know he's going to do you. Yes, because she takes really good care. OK. So he calls you the rescue lady, I guess. Okay, so the rescue lady, there's other rescue ladies, but he knows he's home with you. Okay, so you wanna say something like to all the rescue ladies. Oh, okay, so he's showing me like there's the re- all the different people that are involved and in, that got him here. He wants to say thank you. So there's all the different people here and that, I see the words doing your part. We can all do our part. The little part is like um, the link. There's the people who do the heavy lifting. Wow. It's the insight. So I talk in metaphors, but it's like you could have like two, two bricks, but then you can have the link. He said some people do like the, the heavy part. Like you're clearly a heavy part because you're taking, he's living with you, but then the links make it happen and that it's okay. So one, if you're, whoever's listening, just be a link. If all you can do to help a dog is be a link, be a link, because there were so many links that got him here to, to his home that if it weren't for the links, it wouldn't have happened. And links are people who think they're just doing something little, whether it's the $5 donation or putting up a sign or whatever you can do, it's the links. So he likes the links. Then he likes the people he wants to thank, like you who do the big stuff. Okay, so people who do the big stuff in dog rescue don't often meet each other, but he's like, you should, because you like each other. And he would, he wants you, it's like, he wants you to meet, you would like each other. Like if there's people who, whether or not with him or other dogs, this is just for anyone that if you, if there's somebody who drives transport for you, but you've never met them, 
follow up and let them know what happened to the dog. We don't always do that. We get busy. He says, but you all would like each other and you could learn from each other. So he, because he like, he got to see all these different people along the way. And he wants you to know that you, you particularly, I'm pointing to his dog mom, you would like some of these people. And so he just wants to tell you that, that you would like some of these people you never met that do this same or similar kind of work as you. Okay. He said you would like each other. He feels very strong that you would like each other. Okay. Something to consider. Okay. Z, um, is, do you want her to know anything else? He likes our cuddle time when it's just us. You like your cuddle time when it's just you. And one of the little, I guess one of the little dogs cuddles with him more than some of the others. Is there one that you can think of? He's showing me that one of them, and maybe it's the little one that, that I met first. I can't tell for sure, but it's definitely not all of them. There's time when it's just like one, one of them, um, it's calmer and he likes that a lot. Okay. He notices that I guess with his care, so he's, he doesn't have his whole, his back paws. If anyone hasn't noticed that he doesn't have them and he has an outfit on, um, that helps him. And he says that he notices the little things you do that make a difference that you, people have said, you don't need to do that, but he likes that you do that. You pay attention like, Oh, he likes it like this. And he wants to thank you. And he wants to tell you it does make a difference. It keeps him comfortable and it allows him to do what he does. Huh? Is there anything else? No, he says, that's a big deal. Those things that you do. Okay. So he says that if someone is thinking about getting a dog that has something that needs extra work and they're not sure, he says, the rescues will let you give it a try. Most of the good rescues don't even make it official until you've done a foster to adopt kind of thing. And he says, you should give it a try and find out because you might be surprised. He's like, that's what we did. Um, he, he says, don't let it hold you back. Ah. Okay. So Zeke is content. He says, go ahead and let the others talk to if they want. He's very good about sharing. I think he, he likes sharing with the other dogs and he wants to share this opportunity. So I'm fine with that. If you want, I'll do whatever you want. Sure. Sure. I mean, we could, um, do you have any questions for him? Um, Did you get enough answered about it? Well, he probably doesn't want to talk about it. Well, it's interesting because he moved around and then he stopped when we left it. Yeah. Which I understand he doesn't want to talk about it because I know, I mean, just what he said, you know, it confirms what I know. I can go back and see if you're still wondering if there's any more puzzle pieces. Oh, he's funny. He's like, oh, she likes to know everything about things. Okay. <laughs> she does. Okay. So is he, is there anything else you can tell her? Um, oh, he does not want, he's, it's like, he's, he's like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't, he says, it's not, it's like, he's turning his head to get out of something. I just am like, um, it's uncomfortable. 
it's unpleasant. Um, he, okay, so I'm gonna, why does she need to know? Because she's curious. A lot of people are curious about what happened to their dogs or they wonder. It's, oh, it's the wondering. It's the wondering that's just as hard too. So he is reiterating, he says, it happened very fast. But the heartache, he goes back to. It's about the heartache. That he was deceived and he was let down. Because he trusted. I guess he hasn't trusted everyone. I'm sorry. And it made it hard for him to trust. Okay, so I sort of clear out energy there. Um, and I want to see if I can help you to, like you feel at, like you got answered and you're not wondering more and what he really wants you to know about it. He doesn't have his paws. Um, so he doesn't have resentment about not having his paws. He, I can feel him moving and the joy in his body. And when he moves around, he has joy. Um, oh, he like he loves the beach. The sand makes it really easy that he's, he's learned, he's learned and he's learning to adapt. And he's, he's just like, he takes it in stride. The now, the, the now of his life. Yeah. He, he doesn't have much more to say about that. It's okay. He's heard me talk about it. He knows I know. Yeah, he does. But he's he's also sort of like, we can let it go. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Because that was the past. Nothing we could do about it now. No. The, I mean, if if he needs help, it, it the heartache, he knows about even the heartache was then in talking about it. But now it's more like he's focused on like, I like the music. I, these are, this is what I like. I like the structure of when we go, like when there's the bright colors around and it's familiar and safe. And I think this is probably true for most dogs that the present is what matters and, and respecting what we know they like. That if they have a favorite leash, use that leash. If they have a favorite bed, let them have the bed. You know, if you have, Two different people living in a house with different things about the couch, you know, try and work it out so the dog understands. It, he, Zeke really likes knowing what's okay and, and all of that. And if you have a reactive dog with certain people, don't just try and respect that and not, not undo something that's keeping them feeling safe. Thanks for joining me today at Talking with the Dogs. If you'd like to work with me and find out what your dog wants you to know, both at home and in the workplace, go to talkingwiththedogs.com, book a session, or sign up for a workshop. Either way, I hope you'll talk and listen to your dog. Mm -hmm.